BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Oh, should we start this show? Yeah, I'm down. Just buying a car in Carvana first. For real? Yeah, it's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do was answer a few questions. Ooh, that's helpful. And now just customizing my down and monthly payments. Ooh, that's a very fair deal. Yep. Boom. Just bought a car. And you get to take me to the Carvana vending machine in a couple days to pick it up. Ooh. I'm kind of busy. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Caravan, a law and order and common sense. That's what the president said. And uh, that's a pretty good, as a salesman, which he is, it's a pretty good message to go into the last two weeks with, I think. I would agree. Um, which is what he's going to do. So here's the wrinkle that's so exciting today. You probably heard that the Saudis claimed it was a fist fight. A fist fight broke out. And the guy died, which, he you know, He started getting all mouthy and a couple guys lost their heads and we ended up sawing him up. Which, of course, that can happen in a fist fight, which is one good reason not to get into a fist fight, because right. every once in a while somebody gets hit just the wrong way or falls down or wherever and dies. Maybe but you spend a very long time in jail. If you show up with 15 dudes, one of them carrying a bone saw, your it was a fight that broke out and he died story, you know, is a little harder to buy. Right. And then today's wrinkle <laughs> that somebody walked. It's like if you showed up with a casket. <laughs> right. <laughs> Come on. Right. Uh, and then today's wrinkle that uh, someone then walked out of the building wearing his clothes and a fake beard is not uh, helpful to their story either. Well, that's what happens when we have fistfights get out of control right. and saw a guy up 
generally speaking, in those situations, we have a body double don his clothes. That's just the way we roll. Seems unlikely that a fat 59-year-old guy started a fight with 15 dudes. Could have happened. Ah! Hilarious. I didn't know. Why'd you bring the bone saw, Jim? <laughs> I never go anywhere without it. You never know. You got a bone that you need sawn. I'm your man. You ever cook ribs? And uh, and and you get down to like there's some ribs you can't cut them apart because there's like a horizontal bone run through. It's when you need a bone saw. Exactly. So I always have one in my back pocket. Do we have? A, let's play a little bit of the tape of the uh, the spokes hole denying uh, the regime was responsible for this. Then we will move on. We we put out the version that we had based on the facts we had at the time. We will continue to put out information as it becomes available and as it, as it, and as it, as it is certified. We have been very clear that we will leave no stone unturned and that we will hold those accountable for these actions irrespective of where they are. And definitively, King Salman is standing behind the Crown Prince on all of this. The custodian of the two holy mosques, King Salman, is uh, determined to see this investigation through, determined to ascertain the facts, determined to hold those responsible accountable, and determined to put in place policies and procedures and measures in the security services to prevent right, something. That's fine. So the king appointed MBS as the head of the investigation. So that settles that. The king. Yeah. The old man. The, to the extent that he's the king. Great story. Part of the New Yorker piece was uh, Barack Obama's meeting with the king, and MBS is sitting over the on the corner typing on an iPad. So Barack Obama mentions to the king about something, you got to stop doing this or that. Or Barack Obama actually said to the king, look, you're doing a couple of things that's making me really difficult. It's really making it really difficult for me to you know try to support you back home. And it'd be a lot helpful helpful if you'd stop this. And the king just sat there silent. Pretty soon picks up his iPad, MBS over in the corner typing away, and then reads from an iPad. Oh, boy. So MBS has been telling the king what to say for a number of years now. Wow, what's so the, he got on the old man? Well, the king just realizes he's out of it. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's older than the hills, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's old as the oil they're pumping out of the ground. And it's it's his hand-picked choice. Right. So, but, that, yeah, that's to the extent that the king is making decisions. Yeah, okay. Come on now. All right. Even, uh, with, Bob, wake up. <laughs> even with President Obama in the room, right. he was just reading from an iPad. Yeah. And, uh, I'll, uh, I'll tell you what I think in a minute. <laughs> and as, as Obama, how do you not call that out? I suppose it's impolite, but look, I'm not an idiot. You sit there and stare at me after I say things. There's a guy over there typing on an iPad. Then you read off an iPad. I'm not a dummy. <laughs> he doesn't even have it on mute. I can hear the little tick, tick, tick when he's doing the keys. <laughs> I find that story quite hilarious. Are we allowed to talk about our mysterious midweek vacation years ago and the meetings we had? Probably not. I don't see I'm how. I'm sure that... it's fine. But... <laughs> <laughs> if it makes you grin, Michael, <laughs> leave it in. I don't, right. see, I don't see how that'd be helpful in any way. <laughs> oh boy, there was just as we would say stuff. There was typing. Oh, okay. All right. It was all being typed in. <laughs> like, okay. I thought we were just old buddies chatting here. <laughs> ah, well, what are you going to do? Do you want to know the perfect number of kids to have or the worst number of kids to have? <laughs> I like Sean's guess. A thousand. <laughs> is, uh, Seems like that would be a handful. It actually, number one, really tough to get a seat at a restaurant. 
<laughs> of studying moms ac- across the country that have various numbers of kids. You'd have to have a lot of kids, obviously, to participate in this, because I have two, so I have no idea what it's like to have three or more, mm-hmm. obviously. Right. Um, uh, moms who have three children are more stressed than, than those who have fewer kids, and then at four, you start getting a lower level of stress because the age groups and the way they take care of themselves and stuff like that, it starts to get oh easier. My God. That's I- what this claims. So I subjected three. my wife to the worst possible scenario. As did my parents. Yeah. The of hardest. course, I subjected my wife like she didn't have a say. <laughs> like I'm a Saudi over here. Please. So I just thought that was interesting. That's that what they came up with that survey. You go from man-to-man defense to zone. That's definitely true. Um, but, yeah, I could see once you have four, that oldest one you know, is probably old enough to pitch in. I mean, unless you're just knocking them out like a baby factory. Yeah. And they're pretty closely, uh, you know, spaced. Huh. Yeah, they should be around eight, right? The oldest one, if you got four. That's Generally a, speaking, that's if you're having yeah. a kid every two years, which is going pretty fast. Yeah, yeah. And an eight-year-old can certainly help clear the table. And I'm working on it with mine. There you go. He helped you me change entire. Really? Yeah. I had him working on changing entire over the weekend. Oh, way to go. What way to educate him in the manly arts. What duties were uh, his responsibility? He jacked up the car. Nice. Yeah. That's wow. A, that's always a cool thing. I remember seeing that. Wow. I, with my fingers, I'm lifting this car up. Yeah. yeah I'm using a sure. jack, but. It makes you feel powerful. Yeah. Teaches him about physics. He couldn't though. get the lug nuts off with his uh, eight year old arms, but. <laughs> no. Did he have any fascination with the tire gauge that <laughs> thing? I loved that. Oh, this is an amazing tool. What's not to like? Yes. Sure. Teaching him a skill that nobody will do in the future. The Western world is losing its mind. You have men winning women's bicycle races, for instance, and the women grumble and then get accused of hate and that sort of thing. And then you have Scientific American a few months ago publishing an editorial claiming that most of us are biological hybrids on a male-female continuum, that biological sex doesn't really exist. That was the claim made by trans studies professor Nicholas Matt. It appears the idea that biological sex either doesn't exist or is a social construct is becoming more popular. So does it exist? Is it simply a social construct? We're all a mix. Well, they get into that, and it's I found it really interesting. And We'll have this link for you if you want to read it at armstrongandgetty.com. But they talk about physical uh, sex as opposed to gender, which refers to social or cultural traits or whatever. So forget that. We're talking about... Is you a guy or is you a girl? You got a penis or a vagina? Well, there's more to it than that's that. That's how I break her down. All right. Well, that's a good basic, you know, if you're checking somebody at the border or, you know, in a prison, I guess that's a good way to go. But they talk about physical and psychological sex, and it is unsustainable. It is incomprehensible. It is crazy to claim anything but There are large and important differences between men and women physically and psychologically. Anybody who claims otherwise is a wackadoo. And this is, this is a pretty good dipstick. Speaking of uh, car care, you got a dipstick or not? No, settle down. It's a pretty good measure of how crazy we become as a society. Because if you look at the, you know, the uh, the APA Dictionary of Psychology, the Guidelines for Psychological Practices, Planned Parenthood, d- 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 any responsible biologist, 98% of us are clearly male or clearly female. 
And the idea that there's no real biological difference is just silly. Um, the, the interesting part of this that I wasn't familiar with is there. there's the way psychologists express sex differences, physical and, and uh, emotional, run from positive D. What does D stand for? I'm not even sure. But um, every characteristic, if it's like super high positive D, it's uh, indicates men are higher on that particular attribute. And if it's uh, negative, it indicates that women are higher. I wouldn't have gone with positive and negative. It sounds like a judgment. But they go through all sorts of differences from grip strength, mathematical abilities, spatial rotation skills, task-oriented leadership, uh, you know, leaping interpersonal trust <laughs> leaping i'm always i'm always concerned about my leaping abilities and when i see somebody i size them up really quickly i wonder how far they could leap i wonder if they're a leaper <laughs> but they go on interpersonal trust conformity general verbal ability um why to, is it i've always thought it was interesting that you shouldn't apparently say out loud like when i was younger how many women did i come across in my entire life that were stronger than me a couple? Right. Right. So I mean that's just not that's not an accident. So here's here's a good example. Oh, we're running a little late. That's right. A D value near zero means that sex differences are trivial. Once it's plus or minus point twenty, uh, psychologists take notice. Um uh, a value of minus twenty, for instance, indica- indicates that fifty-eight percent of women are higher than the average man on a psychological trait. Uh, small effect sizes like interpersonal trust, conformity, general verbal ability. That's in the minus 20 range. It's, uh, you know, women are on average somewhat better. or With, with their yapping? A, with their yapping. A value of plus 50 is considered moderate, and that includes like spatial rotation skills, certain mathematical abilities, uh, like three-dimensional geometry and calculus. Um, men are significantly or moderately better. Uh, or, or larger groups of men are good at it than women. A D-value of minus 80 is considered large and indicates that 79% of women are higher than the average man. Sex differences in tender-mindedness, however they measure that, being interested more in people than in things, and lack of interest in casual sex reside in this size range. So the long and short Never noticed that. Or I've (laughs) always noticed that. Oh, and it's self-evident always everywhere. Um... But they're making the point that not only are the biological differences absolutely clear, but the psychological differences are universal and easily measured. Any of you ladies think you can outleap me? <laughs> Bring it! Bring it, ladies! Anybody up for a little three-dimensional geometry? Biatches, I didn't think so. <laughs> Who's MBZ? He's who started MBS. It's MBS with the sport package, right? Uh, yeah. With exactly. the spoiler and the and the 20-inch rims. Low-profile wheels, yeah. Right. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the, of the nation. Armstrong and Getty Show. No one 
won the big lotteries, either one of them over the weekend, so that's the... Uh, Powerball! The Powerball! Or the Mega Millions, or whatever the heck they are. I don't even know what they are. But So now we're into the zone where one winner will like, have a, a more income this year than France. I mean... You're starting to surpass countries you've heard of in terms of GDP. <laughs> Mega Millions is at $1.6 billion. The other one's like half that, which is still an insane amount of money. But sure. up on uh, Good Morning America, they're showing fancy houses and yachts, and everybody's smiling. And you're not going to win. It's, it's, you can smile. <laughs> Listen at you, you killjoy. You can smile at that yacht all you want. but You it's got are no going to f- win, folks. I believe in you. Jack's the mean one. If you can dream it, you can be it. It's true, except for the lottery. (laughs) Or except if you're a man who wants to get ahead in a field dominated by women, or vice versa. You should give up. And or there's no difference at all between the sexes. This is so interesting to me. There's this psychological scale where they, they, uh, they, uh, you know, survey, they, they study hundreds of thousands of men and women, millions of them, and figure out tendencies. Like, you know, on average, 80% of men uh, go this way, run this way, like this thing, can do this, and 20% of women, and they then there's a scale to show the difference. And anybody who would see, like, an 80-20 split and say, well, that means... No woman should ever do that. Is an idiot. Well, the twenty percent of women are into it and good at it. God bless them. Go do it. I don't think people were doing that. So. I don't either. So what? I, not don't at worry all. About it. Not at all. But you get, uh, you know, there's uh, there's small differences. Then once you get to like a plus one full point, that's a large value. It's less common in psychology, but that means that eighty four percent of men are higher than the average women woman. In height, in expressing interest in engineering as an occupation, and in the absence of sexual disgust, this was the good one, such as not feeling grossed out when hearing neighbors having sex. 85% uh, of men are not particularly grossed out. I'm not grossed out by that. I'd rather not. Women are grossed out by that? Uh, Yeah, there's a big difference. A value of point. Two or 2.0, that's a huge difference. That indicates that 98% of men are higher than the average woman in a trait. About as close as researchers can get to finding a truly dimorphic difference, meaning men are this, women are that. It's 98%. And that's in throwing ability, grip strength, and voice pitch. Throwing ability. Yeah. Yeah. The number of women I've met with a lower voice than me is like two in my life. Yeah. Um, yeah, some of those are obviously just you look at your life experience. And-, and and that's not to say that there are no women who can throw hard. There are plenty. Watch ESPN2. <laughs> You'll see them. Um, but keep in mind, going back to... Uh, 84% of men are higher than the average woman on expressing interest in engineering as an occupation. That's interest. Now, could some of that be social? They grew up thinking women don't do that. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But it's nowhere near um, the problem that people say, that it's obviously uh, discrimination. Like that poor son of a gun James Damore tried to point out at Google. 
Um, and even, you know, the mathematical <laughs> stuff, Larry Summers got fired from Harvard for saying there are more men interested in this stuff than women. That's why there are more men in the program. Oh, my God, he's sexist. He's got to be fired. P.S., were you going to make a contribution? Yeah, I also think it's it's interesting how often over understated it is that in that very same dem, uh, memo that he was identifying these differences, he was offering, hey, maybe if we do X, Y, and Z, we can kind of shrink in those right. things. Like, he wasn't making some sort of decree. He was right. analyzing a situation. And that's how stupid and fevered the conversation has got over all this stuff. One texter wanted to know, based on that information, should it be okay to say you throw like a girl? It's a little rude. To the girl, to a girl, or to a man? Uh, well, it's rude to both. Okay. I think it'd How be often? like it would be like saying um, to a woman, "You have the tenderness of a man." I mean, what are you trying to do here? What are you, you're hurting everybody's feelings here. It, in the abstract, sure, it's fine to say, but I've rarely heard that said as a compliment. Oh no, no, no! It's right. meant to be an insult. Right. Yeah. So it's insulting to women to say that, even it, though that thing shows that eighty-five percent of uh, 98. 98%. Yeah. Okay. Throwing ability. I bet I could throw this football right over that mountain. <laughs> so some of these things don't come up that much in everyday life, especially after the age of like 30, 40. Leaping ability and throwing ability. I hardly, I, I almost <laughs> never leap. Right. And I rarely throw. I uh, All the time I challenge my wife, you want to go out back and throw stuff? <laughs> she never does. <laughs> She's a coward. And you know why? <laughs> Because she's a girl. <laughs> I want to throw stuff with my sons, but for whatever reason, it's just not that popular among uh, among boys in the modern world. I used to play catch all day I know. long. And I, and I wanted to every day. Yeah. yeah. But uh, it's not something uh, my kids want to do or their friends. They just, they just don't do it. It's yeah. interesting. I wonder why that is. So listen, when you hear the tiny percentage of the population that's pitching this super progressive postmodern crap, Nobody thinks that but maniacs. You're right. You're you're right. What's coming up in your news, Marshall Phillips? Well, the caravan keeps on a coming. Some calling it a gift for the midterms. The Khashoggi investigation, big reveal, promise for tomorrow, and favorite Halloween costumes are so 2018. Right. Turkey has announced a big reveal tomorrow, which is, what are they up to? Why are they doing it like a reality show now? Is Michael Avenatti the king of Turkey now? I don't know. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Halloween's approaching. Don't you have a story about Halloween here? I do indeed. Because yeah. I got a list here of the best towns for Halloween. I don't know what that's for. It's not <laughs> like I'm going to hop on a flight with my kids in their costumes and fly to San Jose because they have more haunted houses than other cities or anything like that. <laughs> Never mind Halloween. You want to be frightened? 7,000 Central Americans are going to force their way into the country. Be frightened of that, you children. It's time to wake up. No. Pay attention to what's happening in the world. Yeah, well, let's uh, get the latest on that with Marsha Phillips. Uh, you're saying 7,000 Central Americans are heading to the U.S. southern border, not slowed by Mexican federal police decked out in riot gear. The police mainly just watching them pass by. And then the, the one occasion where there was a fence and a barrier and all, yep. they just ripped it apart and, and shoved their way through. Yep. And- Went around, and and so what is this, the idea? They're going to do that in the U.S. too, at our border. 7,000 people just pour in, and you can't stop us. 
I don't like the feel of that at all. Where are they on their trek? At what point do they reach our border? They are in southern Mexico right now, and uh, they're moving pretty slowly, so it'll be a few days, but they are definitely on the way. Moving on well, through. It'll be more than a few days. That's, that's, a, that's a long freaking ways. You don't walk a thousand miles in a couple of days. Somebody check Apple Maps. Yes. How long does it take to walk from Tegucigalpa to, uh, <laughs> yes. to the U.S. <laughs> to uh, southern Diego. border? Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, President Trump tweeting this morning the U.S. is going to cut off or substantially reduce aid to Guatemala, Honduras, and El Salvador who are not able to do the job of stopping people from leaving their country and coming illegally to the U.S. Uh, so how far? How long does it take to walk 1,000 miles is about 14 days. Okay. Okay, but I don't know how many miles it is from where they are, and it's a very long way. We need to figure that out. Further research coming. Okay. (laughs) All right. Trump also tweeting a reminder. Every time you see a caravan or people illegally coming or attempting to come into our country illegally, think of and blame the Democrats for not giving us the votes to change our pathetic immigration laws. Remember the midterms. So unfair to those who come in legally. Trump telling rally crowds. This will be an election of Kavanaugh, the caravan. Law and order and common sense. That's what it's going to be. Trump going on to add. The Democrat Party, and it's openly inviting millions of illegal aliens to break our laws, violate our borders, and overwhelm our nation. The Democrats want caravans. They like the caravans. A lot of people say, I wonder who started that caravan. So Trump's at, uh, if you didn't hear this in... The NBC poll, right. 47% approval. So he's almost at 50%. He's actually at the exact same number Obama was at, heading into the midterms, in which Obama lost 63 seats in the House. Yeah. And he's at the same number Clinton was at in 94, and he lost 54 seats in the House. So being at almost 50% doesn't mean your party's going to win the midterm. But what about the enthusiasm gap? We'll talk to David Drucker at uh, 804. But I guarantee you, on this particular issue... I got to believe it's 85, 90% of America says, no, caravans from Central America don't get to walk to the United States and come in. Right. No matter how glorified CNN tries to make them, as they are squarely on the side of these beautiful, rugged people who care about their families, blah, 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 which I'm sure it's all true, but you can't decide immigration policy on emotion. So the distance between Mexico's southern border and northern border is about 540 miles. Assuming a walking rate of three miles an hour, it's about a week to trek that. Wow, perfect. There you go. The week before the midterms, because we're, what, 15 days out? Yep. Former San Francisco mayor, leading Democrat, California Speaker of the Assembly. There's no way that's true, but go on. I'll do some research. (laughs) Willie Brown is calling the caravan a huge gift for Trump and the GOP. Writing in the Chronicle, San Francisco Chronicle, if I didn't know better, I'd swear President Trump and his brain trust conceived of, recruited, and delivered marching orders for the latest caravan of refugees heading for the U.S. border. Yeah, I see his point. Yep. So which part of it do you dispute there, Jack? The distance, but I don't want to get bogged down on that. Turkish president... I love a good distance. I love a good map debate. Turkish President Erdogan says he will reveal information about the killing of the Saudi journalist in a special speech to Parliament tomorrow in which he will, quote, go into detail. Never mind that, Sean. How wide is Turkey? (laughs) No, no, Jack's right. My numbers are all screwed up. Yeah, you... No, please... 
It is hoped that Erdogan's speech will provide some clarity amid all the conflicting accounts about the death of the reporter at the Saudi Arabian consulate. Over the weekend, the Saudis did finally acknowledge that uh, Khashoggi died in the consulate, but drew skepticism by saying he died in a fistfight. There was a fistfight that resulted from them asking him to sign some papers, and he supposedly flew off the handle. Yeah, well, nobody's buying that, but the, the question is... What comes next? I mean, it's now known. MBS ordered this, um, and they killed the guy. That's all known. So what do we do with it now? Do we accept that? Do we go with Lindsey Graham's idea of we can't do business with this guy? they got to put a different person in place. I'll tell you, from doing a lot of reading yeah. over the weekend, MBS and his dad have been angling for him to be in charge for years. This is not a minor deal. You can't just boot him out. And then who takes over? I may That's be, not the way it works. Well, right. I may be getting a little into the weeds here, but is it possible that, I don't know, the senator or the administration and those who get along with it got together and, and said, listen, we need yeah. a leading voice or two going really, really far on this. We need somebody yelling, sever the relationship completely! Um, because we got to make it seem like outrage is really. I just, I just don't know. There's something weird going on. Lindsey Graham, of all people, knows we've done business with and continue to do business with all sorts of despicable people who have the journalists and and anybody they want often chopped up. But MBS Happens all the time. MBS yeah. has been consolidating power with the military, the security services, the financial, the right. all for for years. You don't just he doesn't just step aside and somebody takes over. That's first of all he's not going to do it. And secondly, there's just that's not the way it would work. They've been putting these pieces in place for so long. So I don't know what Lindsey Graham's up to, and he knows more about it than I do. Like yeah. you said, there's a piece missing. There's some giant piece of the, piece of this story missing. Yeah. Yeah. Here's a nice bone saw at backcountry.com. It's only 63.95. Looks like a pretty effective tool. Now, if you tend to get in fights with Saudi dissidents, <laughs> you'll want a bone saw. Switching. Oh, and, and a false beard, probably. Switching gears, most popular Halloween costume this year is so 2018. The costume inspired by the video game Fortnite. The game apparently features a lot of characters looking like werewolves, to something that looks like a cowgirl wearing all black, along with more traditional video game character wear but fortnite costumes are the hottest costumes around this year well i'm going to see a lot of kids in costumes and say i don't know what you are this is a weird like hallway of mirrors reflecting upon itself like the characters that they're dressing up as are just characters that are putting on costumes so you're not dressing up like a fortnite character dressing up like a werewolf you're just dressing up like a werewolf okay like the fact that the werewolf is a costume that you can put on in fortnite doesn't gotcha. necessarily make okay. that a fortnite gotcha. costume i like werewolves um, about 3.8 million children plan to dress as their favorite princess this year. That's the top Halloween costume choice according to USA Today. Meghan Markle? That's Maybe. what they're going to dress as? Their favorite princess, I suppose. There you go. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips here. I'm starting a Getty show, The Conscience of the Nation. What's the other one? Kate? What's her? Mid- middle? Middleton? Something? Yeah, that one. Little girls like princesses. Right? You have little girls. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's universal. Mm-hmm. Speaks to the patriarchy or something. I wouldn't tell my boys no, they can't dress as a princess if they wanted to. Neither one of them has ever shown any interest in that. <sighs> you ought to make them, and then you'll get on uh, America in the Morning or one of your uh, CBS This Morning and 
They'll make a hero of your kid. Oh, yeah. I live in the perfect sort of town for that. Have my yeah. boys dress as princesses and then claim that they chose that. Right. Right. And if, be, you're, if, you're, hero. if your boys didn't choose that, it's because you're forcing them into gender stereotypes. Exactly. Right. Awesome. Why don't you stop, you bully? Sean's still trying to nail down how big Mexico is. I'm having closer. I'm having closer. ridden my motorcycle from San Diego to Cabo, which I know is a thousand miles, and if you've looked at a map, that's a tiny part of the entire country of Mexico. To say it's 500 miles from it's, the southern border to the United States is wrong. It couldn't even be close. It's not even close to right. Why would a man continually underestimate? The length of Mexico, <laughs> racism. That's why. But I just, how do you, how do you walk that far? Who's funding that? That wouldn't be easy to do. Activist groups. That would take a lot of logistics and funding. Oh yeah. To pull that off, the amount of water and food you would need. Well, and you'd wear out shoes. Sure. You need a supply of shoes. You're listening Doctors. to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So a lot of people, including Khashoggi himself, were horrified by the way the United States was treating MBS over the last couple of years. The way he was being treated in Washington, D.C., in Silicon Valley, uh, in Hollywood as this as if he was, as one person said, Gorbachev or Gandhi. Wow. <laughs> because he's, you know, going to bring all that's good and, and decent to the Middle East. Finally, a young, westward-thinking, you know, whatever he is. And uh, a number of people pointed out in this great New Yorker article that I read, a couple of big, lo- really long articles by Dexter Fil- Filkins, Filkins, Dexter <laughs> Filkins, that I read over the weekend. Um, he's, he's looking more at China. What he's seeing is more of a China, Chinese model. China. I'm the dictator of a giant, powerful, high-tech, modern country. Right. But still repressive and awful, and we kill whoever we want, and I do whatever I got to do to stay in power. Yeah. It's just we need to be more high-tech. We can't rely on oil. He realizes that if they go with the whole oil model, they're going to be done within 20 years. He said that, that, that we will no longer exist. Right. But I'm still going to do, I'll kill whoever I got to kill to be in charge. That's who he is. Well, and you know what people generally forget when they think about a guy like him is that they get the Internet. They can read the New York Times. They know, they follow American politics. And a guy is calculating as smart as MBS says, all right, so they're freaked out by some of our traditions in this country. What what can we give them? So we look all modern and forward right. thinking. How about, exactly. uh, how about women driving? I don't care if they drive or not. We'll tell the clerics to shut up about it. It doesn't go against the Koran anymore. And, uh, and and we'll get all sorts of positive press in the U.S. That's the way they think. So a combination. He's, pretty, he's been pretty good at it, which is why this whole, uh, you know, killing and chopping up the journalist yeah. who walked into the consulate on camera was such a stupid yeah. miscalculation. Yeah, you're right. I was just listening to Newt Gingrich talk about that. He said, look, we've been friends with them forever, and we need to be friends with them for a long time. Somebody told the Obama administration, look, this guy's going to be in charge for the next 50 years. He's only 30 some, so yeah, he could be in charge for the next 50 years. Um, but New Gingrich said, you got to, we got to teach this guy a lesson that you can't be this stupid about it. Right. 
which is, you know, that's a lesson. Uh, and I'm finally going to get to who MBZ is because he's he plays a major role in this yes. with MBS a little bit later. Who is so, this mysterious MBZ? Tell I us about I him. don't understand how 7,000 people walk from the southern Mexico border to the United States. I don't understand how physically that happens. If he, if if today I said, you know, I'm going to walk to New York, you'd look at me like, what are you talking about? Me and my kids, actually. Me and my wife and kids are going right. to walk. To New York, we're going to start right now. Here we go. With just, you know, regular clothes on. and Right. Maybe a backpack. What? Kids, throw some snacks in a backpack. <laughs> we're walking Not too to much New York. candy. <laughs> right. Well, they have uh, they have all sorts of support, and they have buses, too, for some lengths of it, I think. I don't know. See, oh well, my God. what I was it's trying a- to figure out is when, when is the caravan supposed to arrive since the election is two weeks from tomorrow? I don't know. Because that's going to. Between p- now and then, though. That could play a big role in the in the way that goes down at the border. Mm-hmm. Either way, I'm not sure. You know, if if we come off too mean and evil in the eyes of the media and the way the media will portray it, maybe it. Uh... Well, CNN's working on that. Like I said, they're full on these beautiful people who are just yearning for a chance. Will will probably be beaten down and killed, especially the children, by Donald Trump. Right. They've taken the full on, you got to pick sides and you got to make it about Trump. So you're asking, when are they going to get here? How? What are the logistics? How do they have enough food? Do they have transportation? Nobody's talking about that because it's all about the politics and Trump now in the media. I'm sure if we dug a little bit, we could come up with the facts for the good folks. Maybe I'll do that during the commercials, but um, I don't know. It's like everything. It's become a political football. You have a distance yet, Sean? <laughs> so, the distance from Guatemala City okay. to El Paso. Okay. Yeah, because in the way Mexico's shaped with that curve, it's a lot shorter on that side than if you walked up the other side. Right. So, that's uh, about 1,600 miles. That's a long walk. So, that's walking from here to Kansas City. And the west coast to Kansas City. According to Google Maps, this would take about 630 hours, which is about 23 days. I want to sleep now and again. Can I do that? Not just anybody could do that. No. No, but they're not. I don't think. I don't think they're honestly walking that far. I just Although find seven thousand people, a lot of buses. It's it strains credulity to think that there's that many men, women, and children that are going to walk halfway across the United States. If you want to picture it that way, and if you've ever had your credulity strained, you know it takes weeks to heal. <laughs> By the way, on the whole media Trump thing, with Trump at forty seven percent in the latest NBC poll, and you can't claim. NBC, they're just a bunch of liberals who like Trump. <laughs> you can't claim that. NBC has him his highest number ever at 47%. As somebody pointed out on the Twitter feed yesterday, imagine what he might be at if he didn't have relentless negative coverage of him all the time. Because um, the vast majority of the coverage in the media is so anti-Trump. Mm-hmm. If he had... Uh, the, Obama was at 47% at this point in his presidency, but he had glowing media all the time. Right. So there, there'd have to be 4 or 5% at least, if not more. Right. Right. Well, and we'll talk enthusiasm gap and also, oh, man, our old buddy, uh, what's his name? Is my good close friend, who's it? Um, oh, Philip Wegman from the Washington Examiner wrote a really good uh, piece recently about um, a couple of things. Uh, Ted Cruz getting shouted at as he walked through the airport by a couple of activists. And I'd play the tape, but it keeps hanging up. Do you? Are you proud of putting a rapist on the Supreme Court? Why don't you believe women? Why did you put a sexual assaulter on the court? 
are you proud of yourself? And he just kept his dignity and said, congratulations on exercising your First Amendment rights. God bless you, ma'am, blah, blah, blah. And they were just shouting at him all the way down the tarmac. That, and you've got um, this restaurant owner right outside Tennessee, Marsha Blackburn, who's running for the Senate in Tennessee. She's a Republican. She uh, booked uh, a meeting there. It's a family-style diner. And the owner is getting the standard death threats. He's called a Nazi sympathizer. Uh, people are, are going crazy and threatening staff and all because he dared have a Republican have dinner there. And Philip Wegman's piece is talking about how the backlash against this, against this sort of thing is nearly universal, and the far left's probably doing the right a favor. David Drucker coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hi, I'm Gabby Reese. Join me and my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, on our journey with Laird Superfood. From our kitchen to yours, we've crafted delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and so much more using high-quality functional ingredients. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 for 20% off your first order. See new things. Try new things. Go back centuries while living in the moment. Forge new paths while discovering old ones. Pedal, paddle, and paint while trekking, tasting, and tailoring experiences that transform you into a better version of yourself. Immerse yourself in the world by activating your mind, your heart, and your body on a river cruise exclusively from Avalon Waterways. Save with limited time offers at AvalonWaterways.com. Avalon is cruising. Elevated. Got menopause? We've got you. Hi, Jackie here, founder of ExoJackie. Feel supported throughout your menopause journey and beyond with our organic protein powders and symptom relief boosts. Formulated to keep bones and muscles strong, ExoJackie products help reduce bloating, hot flashes, and weight gain. Enjoy 20% off with promo code EXOPODCAST. Shop now at ExoJackie. QUI.com. Made for women by women.